Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah. Hey, Planet Earth. How's it going, Planet Earth? I'm Chris Machete Cochran, your favorite comic book artist slash cult leader and... Brenton H. Donnelly, my friend, is back again. Brenton the Third, as I like to call him. He's back. Oh, yes. Added the H. Added the H. And and also special guest, the mighty and magnificent podcast. <laughs> thanks for wow. thanks for showing I'll, up, my friends. I'll it's ex- good to I'll have ex- both of you here. I'll accept magnificent and I want mighty. Right. Mighty and magnificent. It just rolls like the mighty Marvel <laughs> man. Tall man, Todd. Uh, tall man. That was well, my Stan well, Lee yeah. intro for you, my friend. I like it. Excelsior. Yes. <laughs> so we are here to talk about uh, Seinfeld, and we're going to dive right into it, because we it's just all Seinfeld. There's the Mighty Man right there. Oh, I love those Mago figure, figures. Aren't they great? They're, they're the coolest. They are the Todd best. Todd always comes. He always comes with the stuff. <laughs> that's, that's, just, awesome. that's just there, actually. It's right by the machete, hang on, Chris Machete uh, artwork Ooh. that I have displayed behind we you. we got to show that. Oh, that's a beaut. Oh, wow. Look at that. I about that. Those are cool. Hold on, let's, 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 let's full Limited screen edition. that shit. Look, really at cool. Look at that. Oh, yeah. Looks just like Todd. Oh, you got the dark saber, too. <laughs> With the dark saber. You got this the dark mighty, saber. This is the Mighty and Magnificent version. This there is you just go, buddy. Me, yeah. Oh, there I love go. it. Love, love it, buddy. It. You're, you're, you're a monster talent. Oh, thanks. I really, the, really appreciate I love that, that this man. is uh, this is Todd's uh, just Monday collection. <laughs> yeah. Honestly. He's got a whole other room on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. There was a, there was a, we played, where is this? The Fillmore in Denver, Colorado. And, and they just kind of gave us these random, like, oh. it's like Denver, Colorado slash featuring Mouse Candy Spiriters with, with Raven Eye opening. And it just happens to be a like karate. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing. So they all had these different ones, like soccer and all these kind of ones. And I was like, well, I'm taking this Kung Fu guy. Well, karate. I would take or that one too, man. That's pretty cool. It's pretty hilarious. Yeah. It's just kind of, it almost anyways. looks like, uh, uh, like, uh, the Dun- on, uh, Dunder Mifflin there. I'm just blanking on the name for some reason. But Michael, <laughs> Michael has the trophy of the boss there or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of the office. Geez, hey, Todd, the, the other, the other questions that go with that then, when you got your, your star on the Walk of Fame in Vancouver, did they give you a little plaque to go with it? Ooh. They did. It's, it's on the wall in the, in the, uh, living room. But it's funny. I'm not really good about having that kind of stuff up, but my wife makes a point of like, you know, it goes up and, old albums and stuff like that you should put the kung fu trophy beside it as well i think so i think i really should there's a few of these there's a few of these little things around it's it's so funny (laughs) that people give you stuff and you're like oh cool i got a i got a picture down there of my cousins playing against each other in the nhl they're brothers and they're playing ones in new jersey and ones in hang on a second let me see if i can grab it it's a my father sent it to me it's like carolina and in New Jersey, it's the the Brookbank brothers. He eventually won a oh. uh, the cup with um, he got a cup there. Chicago, yeah, when he went to Chicago. But this is an interesting like moment that they were playing against each other. That my father was like, "Well, you have to have that." I go, well, "Yes, I do." Anyway, that's this we, is this, we call don't it. Don't get me started uh, on the junk in my room. We'll just be like, "We'll be here all day." We it's call it junk and stuff. We call it uh, Chicago, like Kelly Bundy around here, Todd. So if you can just. You know. 
refer to it as chicken go it's good to have stuff man you know, it's like it's like the yeah. man says you gotta have a spot for your stuff and you gotta have stuff exactly yeah you do and tonight we're gonna talk about one of well so, we, so we're gonna talk about seinfeld it is traded by larry david and jerry seinfeld it was on nbc from 1989 to 1998 it had 180 episodes and was based on four friends in the Upper West Side, Manhattan, New York. And the one thing that always hits me, my friends, is that there was not a bad season. Like, there have been not really, the odd episode no. that's better than the other, but mm-hmm. ugh, to myself, I don't think there was a bad season. What's your first impression when you guys hear Seinfeld? Oh, oh go ahead, Todd. You're the guest. I've got mm-hmm. lots. But... Yeah, go ahead, Todd. My first impression. That's that's funny because I'm one of those guys, it's, uh, it's, like, it's like liking Kiss or something, where you're kind of oh. like, yeah, there's, you know, there's years that were kind of wacky, but... Uh, I, I followed it all the way through and, and I have friends that kind of like now I think retroactively they say those years post Larry David I'm not a fan of and I go at the time I don't think we really knew what that meant you know the weight of what that is now I still sure. think there's some actually great stuff that happens after Larry Larry left I think that they really kind of started swinging from the fences a bit so it's uh I, like The Simpsons, I feel like it, it's sort of finding itself for the first couple of seasons, and then it's just off to the races. In fact, I don't know if I really would be able to say where I feel like they really picked up steam. When you watch the earlier episodes, George is doing like a Woody Allen type. Jason mm-hmm. Alexander hadn't quite found that character yet. Um, they didn't even have Elaine in the first in the pilot right that's that's one of the unknown facts that i have or lesser known facts man that's a good one yeah yeah so it's it's very interesting that that because it was largely based upon an interaction between larry and jerry going the 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 great conversation that happens between george and jerry later on this should be the show you know is like it was almost kind of like they weren't really quite entirely sure how this should be the show but it should be jerry seinfeld is a comedian in the upper west side of manhattan and starts with stand-up. There's stand-up that kind of pops up throughout it, and it's just sort of a day in the life of, you know, a very absurd life, but a life nonetheless that uh, mm. eventually turns into, uh, you know, once they kind of got going and they figured it out, it, it was unstoppable for mm-hmm. years. Yeah, I read an article where there's an article where they were mentioning that they got deeper into the layers of the characters, but the characters themselves never evolved. Like George was always a scoundrel kind of sneaky guy. <laughs> Jerry was always the guy that was over clean. Like they never, they never got better. Like, you know how in a lot of, a lot of sitcoms people evolve sort of, they get a little better and yeah, they, they just stayed the same. I you think it's an interesting, right? it's an interesting thing too. Sorry. We're going to, we're going to probably spend a lot of time on these different topics. Take but. your time, but Oh, I, I got, as many or as little we want to talk about. Arrested development has a similar thing to me that I think is interesting where they took, you know, uh, Jason Bateman's character as sort of this nucleus yeah. of like the, the, it's sort of like he's the normal person surrounded by insanity and Jerry Seinfeld in his own series. But then every once in a while you realize, no, he's, he's kind of kooky too. Like, you know, Jerry has all kinds of, um, you know, neat freak isms and uh, all the serious to have and clearly can't commit to a relationship. You know, every episode is a new beautiful woman and you're like, so, so you kind of realize with the really overt wackiness of, of Michael Richards and, and, and George's continual issues that you're kind of like, well, Jerry's the super normal one because he's a successful comedian paying for that apartment in the Upper West Side. You're like, I would always kind of giggle about that whenever I watch New York-based shows. I go, you know how much this apartment would be worth it? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, no, it's, it's picture perfect once it gets going, though, yeah. 
it's a, and it's a, and it never gets like when they when they do the uh, proposed Seinfeld reunion on Kirby Enthusiasm, which so is I don't incredible. know if you've seen that, Chris, but they yeah. they dedicated yeah. a whole season to doing a fake Seinfeld reunion, That's cool. which is a brilliant in itself where they f- do a fake Seinfeld reunion. Well, the, with the sets alone, the, the sets yeah. alone were, were mind boggling because Jerry's apartment was like updated with like a, you know, modern And But they never ch- like, you know, George is still like screwed always, you know, he I think he was, wasn't money. he like, was he divorced or something? Maybe. He- no, but he lost, he was, yeah, he lost all his money to Madoff. <laughs> but he lost That's all his money right. to Madoff. But uh, but uh, what uh, um, uh, Cheryl, oh who played his God. wife, mm-hmm. who played his wife, cashed out before they got before it hit. That's so right. he got nothing, That's and right. she got the divorce. Plus, she got all the shares. It just like it was. They just kept Brilliant. writing it. Like that was like yeah. That was the ending mm-hmm. that they should have said. You know what they should have done? And I'll just end it on that. But the mm-hmm. fact that you know, as as controversial as that as that final episode is, they should have mm-hmm. said there won't be a finale. For 15 years, yeah, wouldn't that be great? Yeah, this is the last episode for now, and the finale of the of the season will be in 15 years. That'll be wild. Was what you guys were mentioning, uh, Jerry's girlfriends. So apparently, Jerry had 66 girlfriends over the first of all the seasons. Yeah, that was wow. 66, (laughs) and like Jennifer Coolidge, Terry Hatcher, like all like uh, even one of the uh, Donna Chang. I don't remember her name. She was a much music VJ, and you can look that up if you want. You know, I just she, watched that episode the other day. Uh, You're not Chinese. Deb, Deb, uh, uh, Angela Dorman. Wasn't it Dorman? I can't remember her name. That sounds right. Angela for sure, yeah. I, she was a, a, a much music VJ, a Canadian VJ. For, yeah. mm. And I remember when she popped up on Seinfeld, I was like, oh my God, that's Angela Dorman, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah check out this fact. I, th- I thought this was a funny one. I like this. So remember Elaine's dad was on there for one episode? Yeah. yeah. And it was played by <laughs> White Blor- uh, Lawrence Tierney. And he's from uh, Reservoir Dogs, right? Obviously, yeah. There he is there. I don't, I don't because you're Mr. Pink. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was good. Oh, that was good. So he was supposed to stay on there, but apparently he was carrying a knife around with him constantly. He freaked everybody else, like out, like Jerry and everybody, out so much. All the other actors and actresses, they only gave him the one episode, and that was. I, I heard he back. was. I heard he was a handful. I didn't realize yeah. it was a knife, but I yeah, heard he I was, heard yeah, it was a, a very that's difficult that's read, individual. Yeah. That was the uh, the Gilbert. So you guys have heard that though. Yeah, I read that somewhere that he was a handful. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what the deal was. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know it's funny about that because you know the show became so iconic, but so many people. T- television is not uh, uh, what it was. Uh, sorry, what it is now is not what it was then. So doing TV for these actors was like, uh, I don't want to do TV. Right. Like Brad Pitt goes on Friends. It was kind of like a it was a multiple like step down, and you would never do it unless it was like mm-hmm. a guest appearance. So it would strike me as it's funny that he probably just hated that whole time because he's a big series actor. But right. then the show becomes the biggest show in the history of shows. He was really and good on it. He could have been yeah, as famous as George, as George's dad or, or anything. So. Is that the episode where Jerry's jacket, where he had to wear it inside out and the whole thing? <laughs> and the pink uh, pink stripes on the inside was mm-hmm, so weird. Like candy cane in there. Yeah. <laughs> that was funny. But yeah, so there was tons like the guest stars, right? Like Terry Hatcher was been on there. Uh, Molly Shannon, remember she wouldn't move her arms? That's she right. Got, she yeah. got in the fight, and Courtney Great. Cox, Kathy Griffin, John Favreau, the clown. Um, there's Kathy so Griffin. Many... Kathy Griffin uh, came in and out because she was uh, yeah. she's Susan's roommate in college or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she brought the bad bar- barbecue sauce, and then she became Jerry. Was she Jerry's agent for a bit as well? No, well, that she, was that, she, that, she, that's she, her name from uh, from Seventy Show. 
Yeah, she's, she's amazing too. Yeah, I think I thought she she, uh, she eventually started. She had a one person show called a one woman show called uh, Jerry Seinfeld is the Devil. I remember that's that. it. Okay, that's it. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. And, it uh, started yeah. nice. She was supposed to bring Charles Groban. She was supposed to bring Charles Groban barbecue <laughs> sauce from Memphis, and instead she brought something else. And he's like, "Well, I've got. I can't do anything yeah. now." And then he's like, "Then she, uh, yeah." And then she ripped his career apart. Right? Yeah, she she was, and that's well, yeah, it's a whole thing because the the the. She's in showbiz, and and Jerry's quietly saying to Kramer as they're coming closer, her like she should just quit or whatever. And then yeah. Kramer goes like, "Why don't you just quit?" You know, as Kramer always does. He's doing He's the vial of like, silence right, and all of a sudden, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kramer has no edit button at all. Yeah. No, it's hilarious. So I was going over also uh, like a bunch of my favorite secondary or like yeah lesser known characters, and Brent did mm-hmm. as well. You so I just want to throw yeah. a couple at you guys here, like. Um, one of my favorites was Aaron the Close Talker uh, by Judge Reinhold. Judge Reinhold, was, yeah, yeah. He's been so he's been in so much. I mean, they're right there. <laughs> what a concept! He's the Close Talker. Yeah, I know. And, and, and when so you bizarre. when you mention it, you think, okay, well that's fine. But when you see him, he leans right into everybody. It's just brilliant. And he, and yeah, of course, Fast Times, uh, Ridgemont High is another favorite of mine from him. But oh, well, mine I think too. He was Beverly Hills Cop, I think as well, wasn't he? Yeah, he, yeah. Was a, he, he had a hell of a run. I don't know what he's been doing for the last well since he was a Close Talker. I don't know what he's right? been doing, but yeah, he had a hell of a run. Yeah. Todd, do you have uh, uh, any of those secondary characters? Like, I like Babubot oh. as well. I like oh, of course, and, yeah. And Darren, uh, we got a picture of Darren. One sec, we got to show Darren. Darren's the best. There he is. I, I always felt like Darren <laughs> should have made a made another appearance because he was so right? so great on that show. Darren was it? Yeah, Darren he was, was uh, another. Do you have, do you have a favorite of uh, one of those lesser known characters, my friend? Mr. Kramer says, "Hey, buddy." Um, it was uh, <laughs> my favorite character is always Izzy Mandelbaum. I think he's right. like, you know, the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just think the fact that some very old man who was an, you know, obsessive sort of like uh, Atlas strongman from back in the day was still acting as some sort of personal trainer or whatever, and especially to somebody like Jerry Seinfeld was just so bizarre. And he was a reoccurring too; like he kept showing up and and coming back. Mm-hmm. He forgot about, yeah, exactly. And that was Lloyd Bridges. Again, another guy you would have thought, like, how the hell did they get Lloyd Bridges on here? Because he's like a, a legendary, um, you know, film actor from way back. I mean, he's only one of, of many, obviously. I mean, you guess you could put Newman in there as well, although he's a recurring character. Yeah. He's just absolutely like, I don't even know. I wonder, I often well, wonder. Newman's almost like it, a main character, really. Yeah, he almost is. I almost wonder if, like, he was intended to be like a, a character that kind, you know, was like, like maybe just one episode or something like that, but he mm-hmm. Wayne Knight is just such a genius at that particular thing. That well, you find that, on that on that Lloyd Bridges thing, too, like you, you, it's like lightning in a bottle when they write something like that because then it totally. turns into like, oh geez, well now his son and then his dad, you know, then then, then, yeah, then yeah. his dad Layers, comes to, right? my boys, and they're like and they're what? all like they're, they're all like, like I can do old it. men, yeah, yeah, and then he and then. uh he comes into the apartment, and the, and that's when Newman and Kramer are making their own sausage. And he comes in, and, holy hell, and he goes, yeah. but he calls them slossages. Slossages. I guess that's what they used to call it back in the 30s or something. It's that's like, a Slossage. No wonder well, you know, you're out of shape. I put out a solo album, well, it'll be 20 years next year, and it was called Go Time. And I took that from Izzy Mandelbaum. He kept saying, it's go time. And uh, and the song It's Not You, It's Me comes from that as well, which is taken from George Costanza, I suppose. Yeah. Just Amazing. which is an, an ancient expression, but I mean, like you know, but the fact that you know George liked to had a, a real me. made a meal out of that one at one point. Yeah. You can't give me that. That's not you. It's me. If it's anybody, it's me. <laughs> it's me. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, George. Yeah. It's you. You're goddamn right. It is. 
Yeah, I, I love the way that his character. You know, I never thought about the fact that they didn't oh, and, involve their characters. And on top of that, mm. you cannot forget Fre- uh, Frank and Estelle Costanza. Oh, I mean, yeah. Jerry Stiller to me is anytime he comes on screen, it's gold. Like it's just <laughs> you know. And apparently, he was uh, initially they were trying to get her to be loud, and and George's dad was going to be kind of a quiet, like, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. And then apparently during the early script reading stuff, Frank would or uh, Jerry Stiller would just kind of go off like, like Frank Costanza, and they were like, "Gold, do that," you know, kind of thing. Because all that stuff, hey, you want a piece of me? You know, all that kind of stuff. You watch the outtakes; no one can keep it together whenever yeah. Jerry's doing his thing. Yeah. Del Boca, but the he's he's like probably one of the I would say he is the the uh, the most underrated actor out of all the oh, folks on that show. Because anytime he's on there, his screen time, however small it is, is gold. Like, if you think, like, Festivus for the rest of us, it's that's crazy. I wonder how much implies saying, Todd. Like, because he did, he's he's a, he's been around forever, so he probably went off the script a bit, made everybody laugh. Oh, I that's wonder a good point, what percentage Chris. of that is, is, is it, him just going off. That's a good point, because you can tell by his movements. Mm-hmm. Because, like, when Kramer stops short on a, on a, on a, on a, on a <laughs> Stell, but, like, he they, Frank finds out, and he comes in. Where's your friend Kramer? Like, yeah, yeah he's, he's like he's like where's your friend kramer stand by he's been your friend for a long time you almost were bra salesmen together but he's like where's your where's your in friend a lot of ways kramer is closer with the frank even he's uh, even closer with morty and uh yeah and, you know with the uh, with uh he goes down and gets to the next apartment in florida next to uh, jerry's parents you know so. he's running around and he's like where? but he's like where he's like, he stopped short he what he stopped short and it, it's just like the way he did it and the, so bizarre, the, the whole yeah, bit like, with the korean cooking and yeah. uh, he pointed, uh, you know, they play the platoon music in the background. It's just like, have you ever seen he, the frantic? Have you ever seen the thing where uh, <laughs> I saw a thing where Jerry Stiller was saying how they were standing backstage getting ready to walk out with the pole? Festivus is your heritage, George. And he said that Michael Richards said, You should drag that pole on the floor, it'll be funnier. So when you watch the scene, he comes in, he's like, walks right <laughs> to the table. And I, and I just thought, That is so funny how these things just kind of come together like that. It's. Mm-hmm. It's incredible, yeah. Oh, he, he's a, he's crazy. You know, it's Festivus. Funny. Festivus was actually the, there's a right one of the writers on on Seinfeld. It was a real thing. His father actually created something called Festivus. Wow, I was wondering. And about that. and he told the story to the to the and it's almost kind of a traumatized kind of story. Like you're kind of like yeah, my father. And it's the same idea. It was like he didn't believe in uh, the commerciality of Christmas and decided to create his own holiday or just some arbitrary holiday just to make a stance on it. And then, uh, of course, Larry and and Jerry are listening to this. Like, what? Mm-hmm. Boom! That's a script. We got to work on that right now. And, and it became. And it was called Festivus. I can't remember the writer's name, but it, it's a true story. Maybe Alec Berg, because Alec Berg was a writer that became a Mr. Berg. Alec Berg. <laughs> that wasn't Berg. Though. <laughs> yeah, a good John Houseman name. <laughs> Chris, you've got uh, those are you've got five. Yeah, I got five. Yeah, my, so my number, my number five is is Babu Bot. Played by Brian sure. George. I love that storyline. I just thought he was so funny. I love the way he shakes so his right. finger. He's very, very bad man. Yeah, there he is right there. Yeah, so that's Brian <laughs> George. He's done tons of stuff, man. That's and, right. and number four was Darren, and that's played by Jared Paul. I don't know what else Jared's done, if he's done anything. He was great. And then number three is my Aaron the Close Talker, which I thought was fantastic. Uh, number two for me was the Soup Nazi, because I've seen it sure. so many times now that yeah. it's kind of like, okay. But at the time, he's so funny. Number he's one for me was, was Joe Bookman. Oh, uh, the best, Philip yeah. Bieber. I thought Joe Bookman was... <laughs> I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. Listen here, Seinfeld. Listen here, pal. Yeah. I, I just... He had that, like, 
old like gumshoe <laughs> 40s like you extra, know extra. private dick kind of thing it was just so good yeah he just nails that yeah yes yeah, and that was my, that was like, off the top of my head that was my favorite one that i could just think back of that i really wanted like of all the extra characters if i could watch any of the episodes it would have been that bookman one i thought that was really funny. totally and he makes jerry break and then they have to do it again and if you watch the outtakes yeah, you're right you're jerry right. breaks but but he's like he doesn't he just goes right yeah like really? he won't break he won't break, he won't break. jerry's breaking and then they have to keep yeah. doing it that's funny i always uh, think that'd be the so i mean that'd be so much fun that that's your job just don't laugh yeah remember your lines and don't laugh that's your job yeah i've got uh i've got some lesser lesser known well you had a great angle though, chris, chris oh, that text chris, chris, can, yeah chris threw the text out there can yeah, i throw ahead. one more on yeah. on my list tim Tro- watley let's okay moving on oh yes i've got I him to throw the dentist okay you got tim watley yeah, yeah. i've got i don't have him as a, i have him as a guest star but i'll we'll get into mm. that okay i'm gonna hear we'll, you we'll deep in, deep we'll get into that but um, okay, so my <laughs> so my my five that I've got as far as un like uh, like lesser known characters that mm-hmm. these are almost ones that we haven't seen. Bob Sacamano. Sure. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, you could make a Bob Sacamano shirt and everyone's buying it because they're yeah, like, well, everybody knows who that is. Yeah, that's yeah, my yeah. friend. Because there's two <laughs> things. There's like the Bob Sacamano everything, and then when Jerry and Kramer split switch apartments, my friend Bob Sacamano, he uh, <laughs> yeah. he, he sells he sells hats down at the down at the thing. He says, you know, the, the difference is negligible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 Lomez, of course, as yeah, you said, Lomez. Lomez. Yeah. Uh, cousin Jeffrey. Sure. Yeah. You that, never see your cousin, cousin Jeffrey. Jeffrey. Never see cousin yeah. Jeffrey. The that's drink. a. That's a. Oh, Uncle Leo is another great one. Uh, Uncle, Leo. But Uncle Leo's oh. son is cousin Jeffrey. Yes. Uh, the Drake. The Drake. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Hate the, the Drake. Drake. <laughs> 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 Love the Drake. Love them for the Super Bowl. Hate him for the Drake. And Ruth Cotton. Oh sure, yeah. She was the uh, the uh, that was really her name, Ruth. It was really was her Ruth name. Caught. Good one, Todd. Yeah, 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 yeah. she was yeah. the nice. she was the receptionist at Monk's Tavern. She was the yeah the uh, the which the I have lady, to show yeah. you, fellas, uh, just for the hell of it here. Wasn't she just I, hired as like an extra and just became kind of like she was always there? So they yeah. just kind of I have to show you where yeah. I was just the other day. I gotta show you what you were at I Monk's. Were. I was no Alex. way, Tom's restaurant. I've always wanted oh, to go yeah. there. Where in Manhattan is that? It's way yeah. far away, Todd. <laughs> That's like, probably why I haven't. Because every time I go, it's every way time up. I go, I Google like or I'll GPS like where I'm at, and, and then I just kind of. But I did it. I had to do it. I was there. Yeah, and sure. I was like, I went from like I, I was there on just a couple weeks ago on September 11th. I'm like, I'm going to go from the somber oh, wow. to the great, and sure. I took a, I literally took an Uber. All the way up. It's way up, way, really? way up. And, and but it's uh, when you go in, it's uh, they filmed. So when they filmed the Seinfeld reunion bit, uh, and uh, sorry, and when they did the Super Bowl commercial with Newman coming yeah, in, they filmed it there. Yeah. So it's not. It doesn't quite look the same. No. But you also get the. If this was the place, then they've done. I, I took the booth. I said to him, "Where's the booth?" He's like, "That's kind of the booth." I'm like, "I'm going there." So I, I went to the booth, right and I looked for a big salad, and I looked for tuna on toast, and they didn't have either <laughs> one of them. Ask. But uh, but I got a. I thought I had what I deemed probably the best clubhouse I've ever had, but it probably wasn't. But at that time, it was. But that I was just are, like, "These are sweatshop eggs." <laughs> <laughs> so that was just last week. I just went up uh, last week. So there you go. That's amazing. Yeah. I've always wanted. You're like one of the only ones that I know that's actually took in the plunge on that because I've always wanted to go. And I Me too. Got. I've actually saved in my in my phone. I have Jerry Seinfeld's address, which I don't even know if it's a real place. But L.A. It's oh, that's awesome. It's L.A. It, but the, the building but is it, in L.A. But in the thing, it says 182 West Second or whatever the hell it is. I can't remember what it is now. Apparently, it doesn't exist. I'm sure bu- it's just a building uh, or something. The yeah, shot, knows. the shot that you see of Jerry's. 
is in LA. Is in LA, and you can go see it. Okay. It's actually okay. Yeah, like they always go up the building, they'll show the window. And well, next time we go to New York, we should go on the uh, the Kramer reality tour or whatever. Oh it's called. man, yeah, right. <laughs> That's a thing yeah. too. Oh, also, Mr. Peterman, he's also an amazing. Oh, Peterman's great. You know who I forgot? Mr. Pitt, because I was just watching that, too. Mr. And it Pitt. just Classic. So, these socks, Mr. Pitt! And when he had the whole, the, the uh, Nazi, or the, what, yeah, the Hitler yeah, thing yeah. going on with the mustache and the ink. and oh, He was staring Pitt. at that very 90s digital painting where you could see the, something within the painting. That was a phase for a minute, yeah. Brilliant. And then, so, so it's funny looking at all the characters who, like, if you would have went back in the day, and they're, like, back when the last season, you know, we're looking at the end of Seinfeld. And you would have said, okay, pick a pick an actor who you think is going to succeed or do the best out of them. I would have personally thought uh, Kramer. I can't. What's his real name? Michael, uh, Richards. Michael Richards. Michael Richards. I was going to call him Michael Douglas. I, Michael Richards. I would have pinned him as being the one that succeeded the most. But he's it's the exact opposite, right? Like he hasn't done anything. It, what, yeah, what it's amazing. Think? It's amazing that Julia has. I mean, Julia. I remember Julia on SNL when I was a kid. Oh yeah, right. Um, she and the was Christmas like Christmas vacation a, movie, and her husband, um, Brad Hall. He was the he was the update guy at the time. This is like in the quiet years of SNL. So when she went on to do other stuff, I go, "Hey, that's Julie Lee Dreyfus from SNL." And then, and when she landed in in Seinfeld, it was already like, "Oh, this she's great. This girl's great." And uh, but the fact that she's gone on to do Vi- VIP and, and she's in the Mar- MCU now, yeah, you're she's like in the MCU, you're man, like, damn, dude, this, yeah, Christmas vacation. Christmas vacation, of course. Yeah. yeah, we see her every we see her every Christmas in that. Yeah. We do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I, I, yeah. Like she, she really did well. And, and Jerry, yeah. I guess because Jerry didn't really need to, and I think he kind of was sick of. He doesn't. He doesn't. Like he, Jerry he doesn't need to do anything. Oh, no, right. He, he's he's always at Caesars or something like that. You know, he comes to Vegas and does his thing, and you know, I think he does. Jerry does whatever Jerry wants to do. You know. You got it, buddy. Yeah, he, and then George uh, does tons caffeine, of guest things. He does coffee in cars and things like that, mm-hmm. whatever he wants to do. Yeah, yeah he, well, he has a, a friend or a celebrity in a car and he goes for a drive and has coffee, yeah. right? Yeah. Just, yeah, but that's that's sing. even funny too because no, that's, is, that's, course, yeah. that's that's chain, that started a whole genre. Did, did that do well? Did. I wasn't sure. Did that do well? Huge. Like, that, oh, okay. Did great. Oh, yeah, yeah. Huge. Like Netflix, yeah. it started on YouTube yeah. and then it went to Netflix. Netflix, and then, yeah, yeah. And so and Jerry hasn't done much after, but everything he did hit, apparently. Yeah. Not I, everything. I can't see his... No, not everything. What did he do? No, remember he did that game show with the, the other stand-up comedian. He did a game show with a stand-up comedian. I don't remember uh, that. That so they familiar. sat around and talked about some stuff. That uh, got it, away from me, yeah. And it failed. He did the B movie. Do you remember the B movie that came out? Yeah. Oh yes, I do remember the B movie. Yeah. That was, was funny. A, I like that. He did a good yeah. job on that. He was that involved was like production and whatever, yeah. something with that. Yeah, yeah. And then George, oh, yeah. of course, has been guesting in everything and anything. You know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah. Jason Alexander, I do believe has, has sort of, uh, sort of still gone and done theater stuff because that's kind of where yes. he came from. Yeah. You're right. Exactly. He's yeah, in the yeah. producers. And when he go. was on yeah, Young yeah. Sheldon, he was the theater teacher. He was doing the dancing. There the you go. And, uh, and then Young you Sheldon, go, yeah. man, that kid who plays Young Sheldon, wow, he's talented, man. He yeah, of course. Like yeah, singing yeah. and dancing, and it was like, where oh, really? did that kid go? Yeah, because he, he thought he was going to be. Uh, he thought he would he would get away from science, and he thought the 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 dumbest thing he could do was was try singing and dancing and Broadway kind of stuff, right? <laughs> so 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 George Costanza was the teacher and took him under his wing, and George is like. <gasps> You're brilliant, of course, right? Wow, that's yeah. amazing. Yeah so, yeah. yeah. so George has done a lot too, but Kramerman. So do you guys think it was when he did his racial slurs at that that yeah. uh stand-up routine yeah. that just yeah. and nobody gave him a second? And this chance, is or? like this is pre-real cam you know, 
cancel culture. There was sort of like the yeah. the tipping block, you know, the tipping point of, of, of that kind of stuff. So if it had happened today, it'd be a hundred times worse. But I think Michael, I mean, without any sort of like, it was tough. It was tough for guys like me who are like such, again, Michael's one of those guys from Fridays and a bunch of shows. He'd been in like UHF with yes, uh, yes. Weird Al Yankovic. He's one of those guys that I always thought, this guy's great. He's hilarious. So when he ended up being on Seinfeld, you were like, oh, that's that's the guy from Fridays and all that. And then, you know, mm-hmm. and for for him to, you know, to drop the ball so publicly was just so heartbreaking. I mean, it was it was nice that they gave him the, you know, they, they he did that that arc on Curb Your Enthusiasm and he did great on that. He actually did a funny line in there. He did, yeah. And yeah. he got away yeah. with it. Yeah. Chris, uh, uh, Leon knocks on the door. And Kramer's in his dressing room. Leon's black, of course, and he's in his dressing room. And he keeps knocking on his door, and Kramer opens the door, and he goes, "I'm sorry." And then closes the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all you need to he do. Apologize. Yeah. So he got away yeah, with one there. Uh, it's and rough. He, yeah. And, he, it's, and Jerry did give him a shot on uh, on uh, Letterman. Uh, oh no! no but in Ooh, yes, remember in, that comedian, in comedians and cars, he actually brought yeah, on comedians and cars. And they had, they had right after he went on Letterman, man, and that he was, was a, like, it was the apology tour. Yeah, you had, and I, I didn't think, know whether to laugh at him or not. It, they were all hesitant. And... Well, Jerry was doing his best to, you know, I mean, I the Seinfeld. At, we're talking about the series. Mm-hmm. I mean, Jerry's doing whatever he can to protect his, and you know, this ten-year, nine-year investment that he made on a show. That's you know. Now, now it's his bread and butter. It's a, a lot of bread and a lot of butter, frankly. Um, and it's, uh, you know, I think that he did his best to kind of, you know, man, how did this happen? You know, to, to, I don't know. I don't know what the stakes are for people like Julia and Jason and Michael at what the, mm-hmm. if they're still seeing checks that they have to be residual checks of some description. Cause that show went on for nine years, nine seasons. Yeah. Some of them. Yeah. Long time. Yeah. But, uh, in classic Jerry fashion, he ended up, he ended, uh, comedians and cars after like three seasons he's like yeah that's good it's like well yes. i want more you yeah. leave him wanting more right yeah, so, yeah. and now yeah. there's now there's something in something doing something all the time mm-hmm. like that you know Did producers you guys ever watch any producers and uh, boats you know kramer's yeah. newer shows that he had no they all failed. i don't even i don't even remember he was in a P, he was in a private investigator show yes yeah. remember he uh-huh. did like something something pi it was like kind of like I a barney know. miller vibe but it, mm. it, 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 it i can't it, even remember him being in like a show that was like oh that was a good show i wish it would have went on you yeah. know what i mean but a funny one here is that i didn't realize and i found this all over the internet is that uh jackie childs they were seriously working on a spinoff for him oh wow jackie yeah. childs is another winner of a of a you know, reoccurring character who's mm. just every time is a slam dunk. That guy, Philip, um, he's in a lot of shows. He'll pop up and I'll be like, why do I know this guy? And I'll be like, watching, you know, and I'll be like, because he doesn't have a mustache or glasses on. And you're like, that's, that's Jackie Chan. Yeah. <laughs> and he does, he'll, he'll do on, I saw on cameo, he, he will do actual cameos as Jackie Childs, which I think is awesome. almost worth the hundred bucks or whatever it costs to get done. But yeah, no, he's incredible on there. You know, basically a, uh, what's his name? What's the lawyer he's doing an impression of? No, oh, uh, Cochran. What's it? Cochran. Johnny Cochran. Johnny Cochran. Yeah. Johnny Cochran. Yeah, yeah. If you, if it doesn't fit, it you must acquit and all and those did, kind of things. Everyone, they oh, told did, you put the bomb did, on. They did, <laughs> yeah. did the glove too, didn't they? Didn't they actually do the glove thing the, with, uh, the bra. Yeah, with the bra? With the bra. The bra won't fit. Right. Of course, that's yeah, what yeah. it was. It's got Sue Ellen Mischke. Sue Ellen Mischke. Another winner. Yeah, yeah. She's a winner too. Another lady who's been on, but not was on a lot of other things. Yep. Terry Hatcher, of course, she had the uh, they're real and they're beautiful, or they're, they're real and they're 
spectacular she line in there, on, right? Uh, Desperate Housewives. Mm-hmm. And also so in DC fame, she was uh, Lois for a while Lois, there, right? Lois, uh, Superman Smallville. and Lois. So was it Smallville. Clark, Smallville. Lois and Clark, Smallville. it was called, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So and then, uh, I was going to say, yeah, go ahead. No, yeah, oh, Molly Sheen. And Molly Sheen was another one of my favorites just because of the, oh, it was such so an great. awkward, uh, I thought she worked really well with uh, with Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Louis yeah. They weren't in Saturday Night Live the same time, were they? No, Molly was later on. A little later yeah. on, right? God, yeah. I love that. The, the girl fight. That, get that you, also you. had uh, Raquel Welch on that one, yeah. It did, yeah. <laughs> and what was what was her? She was something with her arms, too, wasn't it? She wouldn't move her arms when she danced. So right. That was when Kramer was a seat, a seat filler at the Tonys and like just kind of win. suddenly, suddenly, <laughs> you're not going to bring me down. I watched the sun come up at Liza's. And George goes, Manelli? No. <laughs> he doesn't back it up with anything. He just says no. No. <laughs> Which is the best delivery ever. But then Kramer, they, they, they decide, we will keep you on in the Scarsdale Surprise or whatever the name of the play was if you'll fire Raquel, Raquel. So they... <laughs> Because no one else wanted to deal with her because she was a nightmare. Uh, yeah. uh, which I'm and sure she's probably Bette perfectly Midler. lovely. Like, we have, there's a whole list of celebrities. The Midler. You yeah, have yeah. like, uh, and, and people that kind of were unknown at the time that became fam- hugely famous. Chris, what's on, you have. Well, Wilford what, Brimley. Remember when Wilford Brimley was in there working amazing. for the post office? That was, was one of so, the greatest. So serious. And Kramer's always in go- tears. Yeah. I'm pretty doggone serious about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I love it. I love it. You know how old Wilford Brimley was at that time? Like in his 50s? Yeah, like just no. So yeah. in Cocoon, he was like what? the same age as we are. Like he was younger. Just, he was fifty-two. I've done the in math. Cocoon. On that. Oh my in Cocoon, fifty-two in Cocoon. Yeah, yeah. So guy's twelve I mean. years old and he's buying beer, right? <laughs> yes. Well, he definitely probably leaned into the kind of like you know, okay, well, this is who I am. Yeah, I'll play this older cat. Yeah, <sighs> yeah. But uh, no, he was he was incredible on that, and he's only in the episode for like two minutes or something like that. It just crushes. Yeah. You find that though, right? Like they get any star that they had in there, uh, their screen time was just used perfectly. Like they weren't in there too much. Remember uh, Courtney Cox was in there as well. And she became huge after that going to friends. That was pre friends though. So yeah, she would have been, she probably would have been, she probably would have been the girl from the Springsteen video. I was just going to say she was dancing (laughs) in the dark. Just right. Right. Exactly. And she stayed in there. She was, I thought she had an arc anyway. I believe that was in there. She was uh, was Jerry's wife. She pretended to be his wife for free. uh, Dry cleaning. Cheap dry cleaning or something like that. Yep. And how John New York is dry cleaning? Was Favreau ever seen without the clown makeup on? I, I, oh man, I don't know. I don't know no, if he ever was. We're living the, in the past, was, man. <laughs> Eric the clown. <laughs> yeah, Eric the clown. <laughs> <laughs> he never heard of Bozo. He never heard of Bozo. You were talking about it. Uh, oh, that's you, great. You know, I love that. But again, ta- so he's not in, yeah. and he wasn't huge at that time either. No, no, he Just the screen time of him in there. You're living in the past, man. Where's your clown that nobody knows about? Just gold, right? Gold, Jerry. That's also we, when is that the one where George like steamrolled everybody to get out of the yeah. you know, the fire or whatever yeah, yeah and I think he had he took a bite out of him and a clear out of the garbage before <laughs> yeah because that <laughs> that was the last straw because she gave him right. another chance because he bit the eclair out of the garbage that's right Eric and then he steamrolled a bunch of children to get out of a <laughs> of a fire in an apartment yeah that's awesome. <laughs> what an asshole that was the best God, thing so about great. George is just witnessing that kind of stuff and going like he never really like you said Brent said it was like 
he never really redeems himself in any fashion. He's that person. He's meant to be that person 15 years later in the Curb Your Enthusiasm reunion. So, yeah, it's like perfect. Yeah. He had the great, guy. he had the, uh, you know, he had a bit of a run there where he was working with the Yankees and everyone was like, go. But it was funny. Then they bring Susan in, which brings the whole thing down. Like, yeah, like, but didn't you find that? The New York that... Yankees. The New York. He's going to Jerry's. Like, yeah. I don't know how they're going to win anything over there, but let's go celebrate. Yeah. Want to go to the coffee shop? And that's what yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. But then Susan comes in and brings the whole thing down. Yeah, it's kind of like he's got these great things going on, but then there's that whole conflict of like, you know, of his wedding, impending wedding coming up that he just we cannot get his head. Yeah, he cannot get his head around and and, and that whole thing. But even even though he was working for the Yankees, he was wasn't doing a particularly great job from what we kind of witnessed anyway. Leaving his car there just so it looked <laughs> yeah. like he was staying at work, right? Exactly. Yeah. And apparently, so apparently Susan as well. The reason they wrote her off the show is because they felt that there was no dynamic with her with any of the characters. They couldn't find anything to do with her. She didn't gel well with really? any of them. So huh, they killed her know. off. Heidi Swedberg. See ya. And that was it for her. Larry and, David. And, Larry David said his mom was like mortified when she saw that episode. Oh, it was like, you know, it's like, yeah. She's not a real person, mom. It's like, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And I watched a, a small like I just in research I watched like this ten minute documentary on. They they experimented if that could actually happen if somebody could actually die from envelope poisoning and somebody could if the envelopes were that old and and the funny thing is is the way they break down how it happens is exactly how Susan reacted first they get a little queasy and then they gag a bit and then you know they will just get so dizzy that they'll fall down so they throw they showed the three stages that you would get from actually i don't know if they researched it or they got lucky but that was really <laughs> can cool, you imagine right? writing a death they're like we need to write somebody off how are we going to do it well it has to be george that kills her through his cheapness and how yeah. would that be by buying cheap envelopes yeah like <laughs> yeah. how do you get how do you get there can you imagine being in that writing room like how do you it's get so there bizarre yeah mm-hmm. it's, it's it's so dark and it's kind of like like the nature of any show when 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 a character sort of gets into a relationship you kind of want them the whole idea of them splitting up or whatever so you can get back to the shenanigans of him and it's just like <laughs> such a dark you know, they could have easily just split up and but the fact that he'd already you know Kramer burned down her parents uh cabin cigars, and, right? you, know, you know it's like so many gnarly things and then they remained like in the story too even after Susan was dead you know, she would. They, they would suddenly show up again and be like. Let's let's also add a little twist to this mix. Is that he uh, he had the secret letters to his male lover. That's right. The yes. letters and, and and that just keeps like which is fine. They did, but they just uh, not that there's anything wrong with that, right? Not there's anything wrong with that exactly. But but they 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 his mom like Susan's mom just carries on. They just carry on like okay. They well. rebuilt the they rebuilt the the the, ca- the cabin. The um. Her parents were both from Twin Peaks too, which is very interesting. Right, yeah, funny. I don't know if there was a connection on that, but it's always been one of those things as a Twin oh, Peaks fan wild. as well that we've always paid attention to. And one of the movies on Jerry's, you know, in the background, you always see those yeah. um, VHS tapes. One of them is the Twin Peaks <laughs> Fire Walk with Me, I think, whatever right. the movie was called, the '80s movie. Yeah. So it's always been like this weird sort of like conversation of like, did the guys in Seinfeld have some sort of like you know, uh, interest in the show and maybe they cast those people. I mean, you see the the mom, I've seen the mom, I can't remember the actor's, actress's name, but Susan's mom I see in so many things. Yeah, I saw her in something recently. What did I see her in? I can't remember. It was something really she, good. King, uh, King of Queens, she played, I think, Spence's mom in there as well. Oh, okay, wow. Um, oh, I know, she was on, a, on, a, on Ballers, oddly enough. She just popped oh, up on yeah, Ballers, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the Dwayne Johnson 
So I was also going to mention that, and Brent, you brought that up. What, uh, like, you know, they had to tackle, uh, you know, talking about being gay on the show. Brilliant. I, I, right? Yeah. I think that would still, I think that would fly today if they did the episode like that. Not there's anything wrong. Yes, a person's sexual choice is their own opinion. Like, yeah, exactly. The, yeah, yeah. And immediately they say that. But it's almost yeah. like a little disclaimer that comes up. Well, it would fly, Chris, on certain sides of the... <laughs> of the, of the yeah. now it now everyone back then okay, was no, just like would, would they air it? I, I guess would yeah they, they would air it, it and then okay. Twitter would lose its, its mind for a half a day. But um, now now it's like the idea of like uh, I don't know gay characters or anything. I mean even back then we were already dealing you know Will and Grace was out. It was like starting to become really normal. Now it's totally normal. But I think yeah. that two two super heterosexual kind of guys like I just watched recently watched the episode where. Jerry or George starts dating a girl that kind of looks like Jerry. And there's a whole awkward (laughs) weirdness about like, and then, and they're both standing there and Jerry goes, I'm not gay. He goes, well, well, neither am I. (laughs) What about the massages? George got a massage and they're like, what happened? It moved. It moved. moved. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, Chris, I want to tackle just celeb appearances. You touched on it a little bit. I have three, three that like, that were unexpected but really cool like Mel Torme so yeah. he was oh, Mel man. but Mel Torme had Great done episode. that and Night Court oh, and that's the only right. reason yes. our generation would have any clue who Mel Torme is <laughs> is because of of, Harry. of of Harry and and Seinfeld well Mel has a street here in Vegas just so you know I'm just talking about like no you know, I know yeah, yeah there's yeah. Vegas and you've got yeah. you know Robert Goulet and you got all this stuff and the Velvet Fog but the anyways, Velvet Fog yeah having him on there was cool because he i was like hey the you know there uh brian cranston i mean geez of course yeah <clears throat> brian in the like, middle already was he already in, like when did uh, malcolm in the middle i think it was kind happening? of it, around that point like i okay. think it was around there and then and then you know and then a giant break yeah, he was and on then King of Queens for a little yeah. while there. He was the neighbor on King of Queens. Was he really? Wow. He was. He was, and he was hilarious. He again, he stole the show as well yeah. when he was on there. Much Tim Watley was yeah. incredible. Tim yeah. Watley, uh, you know, converting to Judaism just for the jokes and that yeah. whole thing is brilliant. Yeah. yeah, it's like. But also having like the orgies in the dental, dentist office. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Switch, switching the, nurses. Yeah, Jerry walks up and goes, "What's going on?" <laughs> yeah. They have like hustler magazines in the in the waiting room. It's like, and it's funny because Jerry's like Jerry's like. Uh, there two times they do this. They do it with uh, uh, with the the nudie magazines in the dentist's office, and they're all uncomfortable about it. Yeah, yeah. Which I find really hilarious because I don't know a. I'm not saying I'm not saying there isn't guys out there, but I don't know a single guy that wouldn't be like, hey, there's a penthouse, um, uh, there. And then on the other side, when George has got the Gore-Tex jacket. Oh. And they're walking down the street, and Kramer grabs Penthouse Forum and starts reading it to him. <laughs> wow. And I'm just like, okay, so that's in there too. So let's just add that to the mix. But uh, Cran- but Cranston's bit about about you know having you know being there that was really great. Um, and then yeah, Marissa, to- Marissa Tomei, of course, yeah. yeah. And it was I actually love- Marissa Tomei playing herself. Speaking right? of speaking of Susan's dying, the tag at the end of that episode that closed that season was George talking to Marissa Tomei saying like, you know, so Sunday I have the funeral, but if you're not available, he's like, he's trying to hook up a, a coffee with Marissa Tomei. It's like so I, I love when George is telling Elaine and uh, Jerry that she's dead. He's like, she's just like, yeah, she's gone. Yeah. So no wedding. So, mm, so but that, that scene represents the whole relationship. 
because there's yeah. four other or five other times in that show when just George and, and Elaine are alone and they don't know what to say to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Or, 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 uh, uh, Kramer and Elaine or like, there's just this weird where they're like, we don't really like each other, which is a very funny thing because that's very common amongst people. Yeah. It's like the group is a thing, but as soon as you dice start splintering it off, it gets kind of weird. Although there are times where Kramer and, and Elaine, like when Kramer had to bring his, his meat slicer to Elaine's apartment to feed the cat or something like that. There are these weird times or when he's Dr. Van Nostrum, which of course is brilliant. Mm-hmm. And he, he shows we'll up. Looking trying, at the moles. He's always Ready? pretending to be this fake doctor that, yeah. yeah. He does it in the Puerto moles. Rican parade too, right? Uh, he does it also when, uh, <laughs> when George's boss, when he starts working at Play Now, or, or no, what, what, that was that was <laughs> Cougar at Cougar, uh, whatever Cougar Industries, right? And there's a picture of George. It's a whole thing. George is in the photo of his family somehow. Look at this photo. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, so he shows up as Doctor Van Nostrum, pretending to be. It was it was that episode because he's wearing his uh, his uh, butcher's coat because uh, mm-hmm. if you buy enough meat, they'll give you give you anything. Is what he said. <laughs> On a side note, on on Kruger, he tried to yeah. kill himself a couple of years ago, and, and oh, wow. um, the and actor, he, yeah, and he failed. He what? shot him, shot himself. What? And, and then, uh, I didn't yeah, like uh, Stern played it on on the thing, and he's like, oh. "Well, I've, yeah." So he, he but he gets on nine one one, and they're like, "What's the problem?" And he's like, "I missed." Well, I just, I missed kind of. So that's why you haven't seen him. Like he's just he he missed. I don't know if he I don't know if he's still alive now, but at the time he he did it, and that that was like a whole. You're talking about controversies on the show, Chris. Yeah. That was one of them. He, he was he was hysterical. That whole yeah, like you funny, know man. when he yeah. goes uh, you know during the Festivus thing where he gives him the uh, George gives him the thing for the human fund or whatever it is you know yeah. a donation and he goes whatever you know yeah, he, locks, <laughs> there, he, right? he locks himself out of his office he's like well I'm going home and he's kind of like he's just had this like did not give a shit about his job mm-hmm. at all yeah. yeah have you guys heard this one that Rosie O'Donnell was almost uh, cast as Elaine yeah because that, that was the one that I was looking through and found that I'd never heard of that one interesting I wow. did not but I I did not hear that one but the guy who tried out to play Kramer in the tryout episodes, right. like when they were doing, like they were trying to cast the yeah, fake yeah. show, the yeah. guy that came in and took the raisins from George was actually originally cast as Kramer. Wow. So they, and, and you'll remember that guy as the cab driver from yeah. Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Right. He's, in, he's in a lot of stuff. That he's guy. in a lot he of is. stuff. That like, actor, yeah. Uh, it's uh, so, Doobie, Doobie is it much longer to the hotel. <laughs> Do you Planes, remember Trains, the, uh, yeah, of course. Do you remember <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, the doorman episode? Oh, oh yeah. yes! Oh, that yeah. guy. Uh, I, can't remember, the, I can't remember his name. The actor. He uh, Jeff I, something. He's a friend yeah. of Jer- he's a friend of Jerry's, and he was initially they thought about using him as George. Really? And, oh, uh, I can but see they that. but they you know they just kind of started looking around, and Jason kind of crushed it or whatever. Yeah. How about Jeremy Piven? Piven was awesome as as George. Uh, as George. Yeah, like he was trying to George. What a Again great with concept the sweatpants. For an... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what a great... more cereal. What a great concept for an episode, especially today. That would go over amazingly today with all our different realities with Marvel yeah. and everything like that. Yeah. Like, if you think about it, they were there's so many episodes, you know, and so many instances in, in comedy that we've been discussing tonight, my friends, that are so far ahead of their time. They really were, yeah. You know what I mean? And we can still talk about it today. And it's like every Bizarro time Jerry. somebody mentions something, I Bizarro go right Jerry. back to it. And I just start going, bizarre. The DC stuff, he loves Superman, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Chris, you he, had... I just couldn't miss. You got some stuff that uh, you said, uh, I have a list too of um, episodes that would not get made 
or aired now. You touched on well, it in Puerto Rico. The Puerto Rico episode, apparently, yeah. I, I just well, it actually our, barely got aired back then, actually. Right. Yeah. So it's yeah. not available it on our paid. Netflix for, for, for sure. Yeah. It's not on our, so that I've might seen be the it, Canadian one. I've seen it on the American Netflix, and I don't know if there was, if that's an oversight or what, but I know there's something about, uh, I've only seen the episode, oddly enough, in, in how many times I've seen the series, that episode, mm. I've, I've only watched it a handful of times, but there's a part where the Puerto Rican flag catches on fire and Kramer's and stomping it out. It, right? it's, it's very controversial. You're like, whoa. But I don't think it was, I think it was meant to be just the complete blunder of this character and be kind of like, yeah, he's that kind of complete They're trying kook, to show how know? kind of silly he was, yeah. right? Yeah. And then what was the other thing I was looking at here with the... Oh yeah, the uh, where Kramer did the blackface, of course, where uh, Kramer's girlfriend. Oh, and uh, well, and I, I but he, he got it was like over tanned or something, right? Is that what it was? I, I got a picture of it here. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. There it is. There yeah. we go, right here. So, that, but that, that's what they. they I don't call see. It. I don't and, see a white boy. I see a damn fool. Was there you go, buddy. Like that's the one. So, yeah. so that was the thing uh, on the Canadian Netflix, I guess, is that uh, those were the two episodes because they pulled two. And those oh, they two pulled that one as well. Yeah, oh, wow, they yeah. pulled two. Um, that's from from what I was researching on what got because I was wondering what episodes they wouldn't show today. Well, was that the um, butter the, one then, Chris? Was that the one where they used butter? Oh, I, I don't think know. So. No, I think he, I think he just went into a into a tanning bed because right. he was going to meet it her locks. family or something, and then he like just yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Which of course would have made would have made you red, not uh, mm. you know darker not skin, darker brown. Uh, yeah. I got the yogurt episode, which I loved, but they don't. You still right. can't get it unedited anywhere. Which is the that's oh, when they're the, sitting around oh, yeah. and Jerry goes, Jerry goes, you fat. This is the best fucking yogurt I've ever had in my life, and I've never heard Jerry swear ever. I know. And then, yeah, uh, yeah. and then all, I've never heard it unedited since anywhere, not on Netflix, hmm. nowhere. Really? So that's interesting. I got the contest, uh, which is, you know, I think it could get made today, but I I don't know how they would. If I think of a show like Modern Family, or if I think of a show like uh, The Big Bang Theory, how they would address it now. Yeah. It would sort of be like the taboo, like, oh, he's over there in that room alone. And that's that's where it would end instead of turning it into like Elaine on a bike getting Big hot over John F. Kennedy. Many masturbatory jokes. There's or many, like many. Kramer, Kramer leaves the room for 30 seconds and comes back and you, you, you know what he was doing. <laughs> so, yeah, but it's yeah, like, yeah. that's what I'm saying. But would you get, would you get, uh, you watch Big Bang more than I did, Chris, but, um, hmm. you know, would you get the main character on a on an elliptical bike getting so turned on that she oh. fails a masturbation contest right right I, yeah. I don't know if they could put that out now i, I just well, don't know big if bang three like, i was mentioning they had a lot of, of masturbation jokes on there man like, <laughs> like a lot of the, there was what like howard wallowitz man um before he left his 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 room and his man yeah, all the memories here and leonard's like yeah good thing we don't have a black light or whatever is yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> i was like yeah you're right you're right and his fantasies he'd go to his bathtub fantasies and katie sackhoff would actually be in there and sure. she'd be like why why are you envisioning me in the bathtub when you could be with like bernadette right and he's like well i don't know then i'd lose you katie sackhoff and and she's like I, i'm a i'm a towel i'm a sponge um i'm not really you know so that's hilarious. Yeah. What's that? Oh, the and the robot hand that gets locked on his wang when he was uh, <laughs> like that. Like how much more can? You, so I actually that, that was funny because you're right though, Brent. Because I read that people were speculating that they couldn't pull that one off. They couldn't pull that one off today. But um, but um, bump. I think they could. That was I thought they could do that. Just I, I don't. I I honestly oh. feel like although you're right, it's still edgy today. Mm. I think that well, I, it's funny to say because network television is such a is a is a confusing conversation to me now because I will be honest, I'm not as hip to what's going on on on, on you know regular 
CBS, ABC, NBC, I, 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 you know, it gets real far gone when you start talking about, you know, most of those things I'm watching in Hulu form. So I'm like, oh, is this a, because remember back then it'd be like 27 episodes in a season. Now it's like mm-hmm. eight and you're like, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Bizarre. Yeah. 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 So are you, you're watching, uh, is that like all the old television shows on, on Hulu? They usually pop up. I mean, we, we don't have regular, what do they call it? We don't have regular television. So we just, if we find, you know, but that said, it's gen- I generally know what we're, we're watching. It's sort of like I'm hip to whatever's going on. But I, right. I, I will say that once in a while we'll come across something like um, Joel McHale has a new series called Animal Control. And I go, McHale has a new series? What's this on? Mm. But there's a lot of FX and series and uh, channels like that that are usually a lot more edgy than what's going on in the regular things anyway. So well, I, I'm, I'm starting my day, my friend, with Webster and then uh, Brady Bunch. My wife's Whoa. got this new channel that's all retro. Like I can go from that to like Three's Company to Barney wow. Miller to um, mm-hmm. yeah, all this stuff. It's great. Uh, so That'd that's how I'm starting my day. And what a way to start your day to Webster, right? Like just Woo, the 80s, you know, <laughs> and then into the Brady Bunch, it's like I could take on the world. Woo, that's hilarious. Mr. Papadopoulos, yeah. Mr. Papadopoulos, yeah, yeah. and and the and the the man there with the hairdo that, like, why why did you do that to yourself? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> she had just the, the, always. It's the first thing I thought when I saw the show again. Is, wow, that hairdo. That's right. Why'd you do that? La- uh, question. We, I mean, we got what eight minutes, Chris. So yeah, we're, we're do, rounding uh, out here. We got the strict hour. Uh, thought thoughts on the finale? Oh yeah, good question. What do you think, Todd? Well, before I get to the finale, I just want to really give a, a, a sort of a mention of the uh, India episode that was filmed completely backwards. That was a really a special oh, that episode. that was amazing. You're right. Yeah, that's a really cool episode. Um, the finale is flawed. You know, I mean, I think I thought that at the time. I thought it was kind of like um, spent way more time getting guest stars' schedules together than actually de- delivering an actual working you know, and I think Larry is the first to admit that it it kind of was a miss. I think Jerry will as well. But I know that it's so hard. We can, you know, Breaking Bad's a great finale. There's a few that we can talk about. Um, Sopranos, open for, in dis- that's a whole other podcast. Imagination, <laughs> right? Yeah. I love but that. Um, it, it was, uh, you know, it, it was bizarre. The whole, uh, you know, the fact that they ended up in jail and the whole, like, you know, Jerry's doing stand-up in the in prison. You know, it's like so bizarre. Yeah, it was a very, very a real big swing from the fences, which I think some of my friends have a real problem when, when it would get really out there. Like you know, like like they kind of preferred the kind of more. There's nothing realistic about the show at all, because but but a lot of things we could relate to, you know. Um, but so, but I think it was just such a wild swing of like you know, harassing some poor guy and then like. My father always likes to point out, like he always goes, you know, I never thought about how how gnarly of people they were. He wouldn't use the word gnarly, but how, you know, terrible of people they were until it was sort of pointed out at the end of that episode how many crazy things they had done, mm-hmm. said, and selfish things kind of thing. You know, you go, well, that's sort of the nature of these characters, isn't it? I mean, like it's, you know, that otherwise we wouldn't be watching it because it wouldn't be that funny. Yeah, yeah. What, what are your thoughts? I... I, I, it's been so long. I, I think at the time, like anybody else, I was probably like, huh, I didn't, it was more like, a, cause they did a highlight reel before it when they aired it. So they yeah, did that Green highlight Day reel song, of yeah. the show mm-hmm. to time in your life by green day. And that's then still they, on, that's still on that's, the Netflix. That's uh, still on. And then they yeah. played it. So it was almost like, well, we just kind of watched all of these. Yeah. And now we're kind of getting them again. Um, I'm not sure how they could have wrapped it up. And uh, I just think if they were more forward thinking, they could have just been like, 
Um, they could have literally said that the, the finale will be in 20 years. There was something, more, something really cool. way more satisfying about the Curb Your Enthusiasm take than it was. Oh my God, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah. It was really, so I, I don't know. I mean, I, it doesn't hinder the show for me whatsoever. No, not at all. Some people go like at the end of Sopranos, they're like, ah, I invested all this time. And it's like, yeah. you know, some people it directly that one, affected that how one they. Didn't, that one didn't bum me out. Like it was kind of like, it was weird and open to like, so that we could all stand around the water cooler the next day and talk about that. But it there's was, been so much since then, yeah, though, of, of talking exactly. about that show. So, yeah. but um, yeah, I, Chris, how did you feel about it? Oh, I was, I was, it's just like it was okay. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't great. It wasn't the worst no. thing I've ever seen. Yeah. But it didn't seem like the send off. No, I, I mean, in the back of my mind, I was thinking, okay, this isn't over. That's what I kept thinking. This isn't over. They're gonna, they're gonna wait their time in jail, and then we'll get out in jail and we'll start over again. They'll start or start at it again. But, yeah, uh, I, I thought of it as yeah. a, a Motley Crue finale tour. You know, it'll come right. back. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, and I still, I still think that it's because the options are so there, and there's so many smart people around now that I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past them to be like, we've actually had 12 new episodes in the can for a few years, and they're all coming out on Netflix tomorrow. Like it's well, just it's, one of those it's, things where they would it's interesting when like so that. many shows have come back. Like even yeah. Mad About You quietly had a, a season on like yeah. Amazon or something like that, and I'm like, I'm like, there's a new Mad About You. And and like Will and Grace, I think uh, came back. I'm trying to think what else. Yeah, King, I, King I, of Queens. I, I, I don't like need him. I don't need him. It tried to come back. King of Queens. Did they? Yeah. I didn't know yeah. that. Did they do a season or something? Or, yeah. Or? What happened is they came back and they they tried it without without the wife Carrie without uh, Leah Remini, and okay. then they brought Leah Remini in as a side character. And then the second she, season, were they meant to have split up or something? Well, no. She was just a different character. This she was a cop. Uh, oh, and, okay. And uh, and yeah, and and Doug had this different wife, and then. Uh, they decided that the fans were like, no, no, we, we, we want Leah Remini back in. So they started the second season. They just fired the wife, the actress, and, and brought her back in and acted like nothing had happened. And then, yeah, it was kind of like Rosanny as well. And then they canceled that season. It got the axe, right? They were like, no. And Roseanne tried to come back as well. What kind of came back? I mean, but I'm saying like these series, it's such a nostalgia thing. And we all know that as, mm-hmm. as um, you know, guys in love pop culture. It's like, there's nothing better than that kind of like, oh my God, you don't understand. Yeah. It's Luke Skywalker's, you know, you know, it's like all that Star Wars or any of that kind of stuff where it's like, you know, they they bring it back and repackage it and sell it back to me, and I'm like standing in line ready to see it, <laughs> like, like Ahsoka, like Ahsoka's got like Anakin Skywalker go. back in it again. That's something else we'll have to talk about. Mm-hmm. But anyway, my friends, thanks for coming and hanging out on my show. I really appreciate it, Todd. It's always my a pleasure. pleasure to see you, man. What do you got going on, my friend? Are you just chilling for a while, or are you? Um, you I'm home. Uh, we just put out. A, I put out a CD recently. CD compact disc. Mm-hmm. That's uh, all right. We I put out it. some new music with Tracy Guns and I. We just we oh, made a wow. record during COVID called. We call it Blackbird Angels, and um, it's you know wherever you find music, you can find it. It's uh, how it's long a, has that been out a, for? It just came out a few weeks back, maybe okay. two weeks ago, and it's. Um, it's just a straight up, we wanted to make a straight up like Led Zeppelin rock and roll record, you know, nice. so it's kind of that kind of thing. So Blackbird Angels, um, other than that, I'm around. I'm going to do a Kiss Charity next uh, in a couple weeks here with Ace Fraley and Bruce Kulick, and that'll be nuts and fun. Oh, man. Ace and, and Bruce then, get along uh, well? Yeah, I think so. You know, I think they yeah. get along just fine. I mean, you know, it's it's such a the diametrically different kind of you know version of kiss that they were both in so it's yeah it makes it it's not like vinnie vincent right like i was gonna vinnie vincent was like oh i don't know i, 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 <laughs> I don't even know that he, 
he didn't get it, along very well but uh, it's such a it's such a fast that's a whole other podcast it's a, no, i know and i did yeah, a kiss yeah, episode yeah, too yeah, i did a kiss episode and we've awesome. booked todd for four weeks now we've got a soca we've got a kiss breakdown we got a talk <laughs> yeah, yeah. we got yeah, a, exactly yeah. i went through all the kiss sopranos the sopranos we got a whole sopranos when we got to do it well that's great but i always always love having you on the show it's great to thank you i'm always another human being on here or alien or whatever we are that has the same wavelength as us right i can talk to you and be myself. I love it, my friend. I love it. And Brent, again, it's good to have you back again. Did you? So this is this is what Brent's been doing. Where um, is Brent? He is. Oh, there he is. There. Oh, I've gone. Sorry, I'm a professional wrestler now. Oh, you're. So, wow. You, look at that. That's Brent. La Knight that's from hilarious. WWE Wrestling. So that's why I don't see him much anymore. <laughs> yeah. He's moonlighting here. Love it. As love the, the, it. As the newest, biggest thing in WWE. And he's getting his protein. That's what he's doing. Todd, you recognize the hat, buddy? I do know. Uh, yeah. What, 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 is it okay, actually? Yeah. Oh, okay. At first glance, it looks like a Yankees hat. But no yeah, way. No. Yeah. Come in hell, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was Nine Inch yeah, Nails yeah. or something. No, anyway, yeah. my friends, Todd Brent, thanks for hanging out and talking some Jerry Seinfeld. It's all been gold, my friends. Gold, baby, gold. Oh, Banya. Banya. I know, I know. I want that suit. And I want to thank the Crier Media, of course, for just not censoring me and letting me talk. Well, I'm not, not like I need to be censored, but you know what I mean? I never get these emails saying, hey, Chris, you know, you're talking about something there and you might want to just not do that anymore. You know, I learn on my own here and, and I keep it, uh, I stay in my lane. We keep it fun. Of course. We keep it simple, you know. We, we want to make people smile around here. Peace and love, my friends. Take care of each other, especially these days, man. People need help, right? Totally. Todd, thanks for keeping rock and roll alive, my friend. My pleasure. And Brent, thanks for being you, my, my, my best buddy. Yeah. No, no problem, eh? <laughs> what, do I have to turn this off, Lonnie? No, we just do Lonnie's this. Lonnie's got we... It is your favorite girl. That's right. It's the Ali Mars, the one and the only. Everyone else just ain't me. I am the host of Welcome to Mars, a lifestyle podcast where nothing is off the table. I have come a long way from sex and dating and have transformed the new vibe to all things lifestyle. We still talk sex, but I'm more interested in the journey, where people have come from, how they made it, and where they're going. Subscribe or follow to a brand new look and a brand new era. Welcome to Mars. Subscribe or follow on Apple, Spotify, Google, or at theallymars.com. Because even with the new look, I'm still that same bitch you love to hate. I'm Connie Teeson, the host of Broadcast Dialogue, the podcast. We focus on Canada and the challenges facing Canadian radio and TV, as well as highlighting those moving the industry forward from podcasting and streaming to new broadcast tech. Check us out at broadcastdialogue.com or your favorite podcast app.